0: You're listening to Your Highest Self Podcast, episode 34, Expectation Hangovers. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. My name is Shanae and I'm your host. Thank you so much for taking the time to invest in yourself and doing it with me today. If you are new, welcome. It's so nice to meet you in case you don't know who I am or you're new to all of this. I'm a retired WBFF bikini pro, and in this podcast, um, we talk about holistic solutions for you on your journey towards your highest self, um, and those holistic solutions are around your fitness, your nutrition, and your mindset. So I spent many years dieting. I spent many years competing and coaching competitors, and in that time frame, I really, really learned that Your body is never going to make you happy, the amount of accolades, how much success you have, whether that be career or competition or just even your body, like all of that doesn't matter until you learn to be happy from the inside out. And so the holistic solutions we talk about on this show are those exactly, like how to be happy from the inside out, basically. So um, we talk a lot about personal development, so if you love goal setting, if you love Becoming your best self, stepping into your highest self, then you're in the right place. So, this week we're gonna talk about expectation hangovers. The last couple weeks we've been talking about the different pillars inside Mindset Makeover Academy, and that's the body pillar, the mind pillar, and the heart pillar. I would put expectation hangovers um, kind of in the heart pillar because expectations also have a lot to do with like boundaries um, and how you show up for yourself and how you show up for others. So James Clear, one of my favorite authors, has this quote. I'm going to, it's not really a quote. I paraphrase him. But he says that the difference between reality and expectation is what creates disappointment. So I consider myself a high achiever, I'm pretty sure you do too, Uh, that's why we get along so well, and you've probably also, like me, struggled with the question of how do I aim for the stars but not get so disappointed when I don't reach a goal or the things didn't happen the way that I wanted them to. I struggle with this question a lot and over the years I've had to really learn how to manage my expectations because sometimes I set unrealistic expectations for myself, sometimes they're unhealthy and I end up getting disappointed and then the mental and emotional (laughs) hangover slash like just turmoil I feel after that isn't fun. Um, So tune in today and learn about unspoken Unrealistic and unhealthy expectations. So, what are these type of expectations? How to recover from an expectation hangover? Four ways to pick yourself back up after feeling disappointment and or unfulfillment. And then my personal mantra for success. And if you've been hanging out with me for a while, I think you know what it is. Uh, but I'm going to expand on it here today. So let's get into it. Oh, before we get into it. <laughs> One housekeeping call is um, I do have a private Facebook community for the listeners of this podcast. Um, you can't find it on Facebook because so it's listed as private, so you can't search for it. But I do have the link down in the show notes. Or if you have a friend, she can invite you in. Once you get into the group, I recommend inviting a friend in so that you guys can experience the community together. Um, it's super fun. It's basically like where we can continue to talk about the topics that we talked we cover on this show, Um, we do have a monthly coaching theme this month, it's Your Highest Self, and so that's why I chose this topic, because in order for you to be your highest self, we got to learn how to manage unrealistic expectations, you stop setting yourself up for disappointment. And um, we've got Weekly Gut Health Monday Recipes from Jo. She's an amazing, she used to be my assistant coach. She's one of my clients. She's an amazing um, gut health enthusiast. And she's got the best um, recipes that she shares and education. Um, We're going to have a Fitness Friday pillar soon where people from the community are going to step up and um, just kind of motivate and inspire for exercise. And then um, I, of course, chime in there. A couple times a week, we do our CEO Sundays in there. Basically, it's like a big place we hang out. So if you want to (laughs) join, just go ahead and scroll to the show notes and um, request it there. Okay, so now let's get into it. Um, So I'm going to first start off by defining what an expectation is. Um, The definition is a strong belief that something will happen or be the case in the future. So you're basically thinking about what's going to happen in the future, right? We all kind of can understand what an expectation is. I'm now going to break down expectation into three different categories, and they're all starting with the with the U. So unspoken. Um, so usually unspoken expectations are the type that's like an external expectation. It's something that we put on people, Um One of my favorite life coaches, Brooke Castillo, talks about, I think she calls it the manual. I call it like the rule book, the rule book that's in your head. Um, We all have one. It's like those set of guidelines and rules that how we think people should act, um, how they should clean, how they should do X, Y, Z, that they should do it kind of like how you do it because how you do it is probably right in your brain. So um, one of the ways that has really helped me not have unspoken expectations on people and to really become aware of it, like I feel like life is actually... Just a process of becoming aware of things and then um, course correcting as you go. So um, one of the things that really helped me was the Enneagram. So my therapist uses the Enneagram with me. I use it with my clients. It is one of the best ways to get to know yourself. And like knowing yourself is the greatest gift that you can give yourself. And on the Enneagram, there are nine different types of people Um, when you read through the nine, you're going to resonate with a lot of them, but you have one main one and that's. Just how you're born. It's just your base personality. Each Enneagram type has a core belief and a core fear. I'm a type one. Holler at me if you're a type one. Um, The type one is the perfectionist and our core belief, I haven't, I don't, haven't written this down, so I hope I'm not making it wrong, but the core belief, I guess in my opinion, is that we want to be good. We want to do good. We want to be seen as good. We don't want to ever be taken to be like wrong or mean. Um. And then I think our core fear is that we're never going to be good enough or that we'll be taken as wrong. And so when you know what your Enneagram type is and there are nine different Enneagram types, it then gets you to start to realize there are nine different ways to do something. Like there are nine different ways that someone would approach a situation. I mean, there's a million different ways, right? But um, when you look at it like that, you then start to have not only like compassion, but also like empathy where you're like, not everyone is going to abide by my rule book. I wouldn't use a dish towel for, you know, wiping stuff on the ground, but maybe they do. And I can't have an unspoken expectation for someone to do something the way that I would do it. So, um, I have a little story. And it's, it's funny. At the time, it wasn't funny, but it's funny now. Um, so an example of an unspoken expectation and how, like, the reason why we don't want to have these is so that we cause less drama and less stress in our life because stress is not healthy. So um, one day, my I was doing the dishes, and my husband, he put he was helping me clean and he poured, um, the rice. So we had boiled rice. It was in the pot and, um, we had left it soaking overnight. So there was like, you know, water in the pot that had a bunch of rice in it and he was helping me clean and he, and I was using the sink. So he didn't want to get in my way. So he took that pot of rice and he poured it down the toilet and I got so angry. I was like, why are you doing it like that? That's not how you do things. That is not how you dispose of food. And in his brain, his brain didn't think there was anything wrong with it. He was like, it's all going down the same drain. It's all going to the same place. It's no big deal. I didn't want to get in your way. And so I adapted and I found a different solution. Um, that is an example of like the rule book that you can have in your head and how you can have unspoken and, um, just the unspoken expectation that people should abide by your rule book, which is just so not true. And so learning to a, uh, Like learning, okay, what are the expectations I have in my head? What's the rule book I have in my head? And how can I start to become aware that sometimes I put these unspoken expectations on other people and that they're not going to abide by it and like to be okay with that. I hope that makes sense the second type of expectation is unrealistic so this is usually internal expectations on yourself um if you set a goal and if you don't meet your goal, sometimes maybe that expectation was unrealistic maybe you didn't have enough time maybe you didn't prep things as good as you could have Uh, maybe it's a boundary thing like maybe you let someone in on your time and it infringed on your boundaries so then you weren't able to get done the things that you wanted to get done um unrealistic expectations are always going to be on yourself. The third expectation is unhealthy. So this is going to be a both internal and external. So unhealthy expectations are mostly around control so trying to control how other people act how other people do things how other people respond to you how other people eat or exercise or like what their self-care routine is that's unhealthy um so maybe you experienced this as a child maybe your mom had really unhealthy expectations on you and tried to control like every single little thing that you did um when we try to control the circumstances then that's when it really becomes unhealthy um, because you can't control that. There is nothing that you can do about a circumstance, all you can control is the thought in your head about that circumstance. So, um I wanted to define them in this way so that you can start to just take a look at yourself and whenever you're feeling disappointed, like if you feel like you are constantly disappointed in yourself, your expectations never get met and you're always like flustered about this, then try and break down, okay, what type of expectation am I getting hung up on? Is it an unspoken thing? Is it unrealistic or is it unhealthy? So that you can then take the action towards flipping that script for yourself. So an expectation hangover is basically when you or someone didn't live up to your expectations in your mind. That's what creates that turmoil, the hangover, where you just feel like, oh, and you are like feeling down and then you don't want to do anything. And then sometimes you even like go as far as to quit because you're like, well, what's the point? Like I keep getting disappointed or it keeps not working. Um, you get really upset, you get moody. And I mean, me personally, I just want to hide from the world. (laughs) I don't want to do anything. So, um, if you want a book to like further read on this I recommend Christine Hassler's book it's literally called Expectation Hangover um I actually haven't read it (laughs) I've had it for like five years and I've never I think I read a little bit of it but I don't know why I think at the time I really was struggling with expectations so like I said like I used to struggle with this a lot um and I bought the book but I never read it probably because I was resisting but I have a book club, and so I think for the book club, maybe we'll read this book in April. If you want to read this book in April with me, um, find me on Instagram and send me a DM, and I will put it all together. I'll pick out the book, I'll make a reading plan for us, and we'll read it together. Okay, anyways, I digress. So let's talk about how to pick yourself back up when these expectations hit. Um, So for me personally, I used to have a lot of expectations around um my competing like I would compete and I'd really want to win and I want to aim for the stars um but then if I didn't win sometimes I would feel really down and then when I felt down that's when the binge eating started to happen so more specifically it was um I had one second place at a show and I was like on cloud nine and I was like okay I'm going to compete at the next pro show and I'm going to win and I really really wanted to win. I put all this pressure on myself. I like practice my posing routine. We invested thousands and thousands of dollars into like my competition career and I forgot my routine. And I had been practicing it for like, I don't know, a long freaking time. Um, It was like basically the same routine, just a little bit different than the one that I did um, in December. And the show was in April. And I was like, how the hell did I forget my routine? I got on stage. I froze. I just flustered. I tripped everywhere. It was really, really, really bad. And after that show, I like, because I was so emotionally distraught, I started emotionally eating and the binge eating came back. And That's a a really (laughs) big example of how this expectation really killed me. And I had a hangover for like four months. I could not stop thinking about how I basically fucked it up. And all the pressure that I had put on myself and the expectation that I put on myself actually set me up for failure and disappointment. So here are four ways that you can pick yourself back up when that happens. The first is you just got to acknowledge acknowledge it like acknowledge and accept what happened um notice where you can take personal responsibility for it and then where were your expectations like were your expectations one of the three use and then how can you adjust it for next time Um, so adjusting it for next time here are some questions you can ask yourself did I give myself enough time did I do the necessary prep work did I set clear boundaries did I ask for help um so in my example of forgetting my routine Um, I, there was, there was nothing that I could have done. I did everything I could have, but for me, it was more so like the mindset. Um, so mine was an unhealthy expectation on myself because I was trying to control everything. And the, um, it was also what I thought I was going to get from winning that was unhealthy. So it's like, I was trying to control me winning, That's not anything you can control. Like, you just cannot control what you place at in a show. And I um, had such an expectation around it that when it didn't happen, my hangover was, like, extreme. So number two is be nice to yourself. I wish that I had been nicer to myself during that time frame. I was really hard on myself. I yep, I just was mean, just mean to myself. And, um, you know, it's really eye-opening now to also talk to my clients. And, um, as I've gotten into more life coaching, um, We are so mean to ourselves when we don't do something the way that we expected it to in our brain or when something just doesn't pan out, when you have no control over the circumstance and like what the conclusion is going to be and you can do all your best but you really just can't control it. Something like a show um we just need to love ourselves a little bit more so just be nice to yourself whatever expectation didn't get met maybe you didn't hit your revenue goal maybe you didn't get that promotion maybe you didn't create content to share on the internet with like people you want to help because your self-doubt keeps getting in the way be nice to yourself okay number three third step is distract yourself healthfully so get out of the house, go do something, pick a new goal, shift gears, try something new, pick up a new hobby. Um, Don't dwell in where you were. Like don't stay stuck where you were. Hindsight, I had picked another show. (laughs) Uh, So I had competed in April and then there was another show in August and this was Worlds and it was like the biggest show of the year and all the super famous Instagram models were, you know, going to be competing against me and I chose to do that show. I'm not sure why, um, but that was a distraction for me. It was like, okay, what's the next thing that I can focus on? Hindsight, I wish I focused on something different, but nevertheless, I still did it, and um, it, it did work because for this next show, I reset my expectations. I said, you know what? I'm not here to win. I am only here to do the best I can. I'm here to prove to myself that I have what it takes to be on stage with the best of the best. Um, at the time, I had really low self esteem. I had been working on getting my self esteem better, like all those years that I competed. But um, I think one of the things I haven't told you guys yet is that I was the reason why my self esteem was so low is because previous. To that um, I had been in emotionally an abusive toxic relationship and in that relationship I kept getting told things like you're never gonna win a show no one is ever gonna hire you you're never gonna have an online business and it was for five years I was in that relationship so my self-esteem my confidence just it took me years and years and years to build it back up um, and so I had kind of forgotten that like why am I competing in the first place like I let that get away from me because winning became so big because I'm a high achiever <laughs> um, and I had to remind myself okay like why am I really doing this I'm, I'm really doing this just to have fun to meet people because I want to uh, no one's forcing me to do this so find a healthy way to distract yourself and then if you are picking the same goal to do it again then really manage your expectations so much like manage them better and remind yourself of why you're doing something why do you want to achieve this goal what is the real benefit that you're going to get from it um and it's most likely not the same thing as you thought before the thing that set you up for this hangover The last step to pick yourself back up after an expectation hangover is to verbally process it out. Um, Maybe that looks like calling a friend or going and seeing a life coach or getting a therapy session. Whatever you can to process what happened is going to be so beneficial. And I really mean verbally process it. Maybe you just pick out your camera and dog do the screen and just film yourself um one of my clients does that and it really helps her take everything out of her brain and just say it and as you're talking you figure out solutions like you see the blind spots you think to yourself like oh wow okay like this is why I'm feeling so down about it so verbally process it out um last but not least my personal mantra. So, um, I learned this mantra the hard way. Like my life is um, in the Human Design, my profile is a three-five, which is called the martyr. And in my life, I'm meant to experience things and then teach them. So here I am. Um, my mantra after you know spending all these all the thousands and thousands of dollars on shows and doing all that stuff was. To learn that I can have high standards and low expectations. Um, I remember when this moment came to me, I think we were in Vegas and it was, I forget what year, but we used to go to Vegas for Christmas. And I remember talking to my husband, who's like super motivating, super inspiring, um, just a wealth of knowledge. It's so funny because. Everything I read in my self-help books, like he already knows. (laughs) And we were talking and I was like, how can I have high expectations for myself? Like making sure that I like achieve my goals and do what I'm saying I'm going to do, but not get disappointed when I don't reach them. I was like how do I do that because I have big goals and I don't want to dream smaller or make smaller goals but I also want to stop feeling so upset when I don't like reach the the way that I wanted to um and it kind of just clicked for me and I was like oh high standards low expectations so by standards I mean like what I expect myself to do and how I expect myself to show up. So when it comes to my business, like I expect myself to serve my clients fully, to create content from a positive energy and not because I feel like I should or I have to. When it came to competing, um, I decided the standards were, um, you know, giving my program 100%. So like not cheating on my workouts, not cheating on my macros, um, not allowing negativity to come into my brain really doing it from a place of positivity and self-growth. But my expectations were low. Like I, I don't expect to win. And business, I, like, don't expect to be a millionaire. Like, that's not what I'm going for. Um, when it comes to, like, my workouts, my standards are high. I try and work out almost every day, but my expectations are low. So if that means that the workout is stretching on the ground, it's stretching on the ground. But at least I meet my standard of going, but I have zero expectations on how it actually manifests and, like, what it looks like does that make sense? Did I give you guys enough examples? Um, That is my mantra. High standards, low expectations. And when you can do this, like when you take expectations away, the unspoken, the unhealthy, the unrealistic, like they actually don't serve you. And I really want you to think about that. Like what are the expectations that you're putting on yourself? And if you were to remove them, how much better would you feel? How much more energy could you put into your work or your things or your life or your family? Like expectations actually don't help you. When you free yourself from them, it doesn't mean that you're not ever gonna reach the goals that you set or the star, like reach for the stars or the goals, right? Like high standards. It just means that you free yourself from them and you don't tie your self-worth to an external validation, so um whatever that expectation is as regards to winning a show, having x amount of followers, making x amount of money, um helping x amount of people, like whatever that external validation you're looking for, like the expectation, you just remove it, and I think that's amazing, and it has helped. Me free up so much of my energy. Like, I feel like I'm not crippled by the pressures that I put on myself anymore. I'm not crippled by the expectations. And I instead just have these standards. And my standards are also my values. See how this all ties in together? So if you don't know what your values are, go back and listen to the core values episode. Um, and that way, I know that I am living life in alignment. I know I'm giving my best 100% every single day. And I am free from expectation. When things don't pan out the way they want to, when I, the way I want to, when um, things just don't go as expected, my self-worth doesn't get affected because it's not tied to that. So I hope that this was helpful. I'd love to hear what your biggest insight is. Like, what is your biggest takeaway? Um, What expectation category do you have? That's like really strong. Is it unhealthy, unspoken, or unrealistic? And um, how are you going to start to use my personal mantra in your life? reach out to me on Instagram or you can go ahead and just comment under this blog post. So um, I gave my website a refresh. If you go check out shanemomoko.com, you'll see all our podcast episodes there and you can comment under each blog post and I'll meet you there in the comments. Um, Or you can just reach out to me on Instagram or last but not least, join our private Facebook group. So um i hope to see you there and to hang out with you and just to talk about this more um but yeah i hope you guys have an amazing week and i hope you have uh, an amazing day (laughs) thank you so much for hanging out with me today don't forget to be yourself bye for now